1: Recorded live. Well, yes, we are recorded live, but I'm blind and no computer screen, so I don't see our audience. This is Chuck Bartok speaking to you for my believe, might be the 249th episode, I'm not sure. Roy, what does it say on the top left of your screen?
2: 200, Not say Miser, but episode, uh, oh, heck, well, let me get my glasses. Well, come here. on,
1: Roy, you're younger than I am.
2: <laughs> yeah, right, I here. Episode 215.
1: 215. Okay, I was thinking of another program. All right. Well, anyway, that's uh, where we are and uh, who we are tonight. And I do not have a computer screen. So as I mentioned, I can't uh, see who's with us, and Roy's going to help us. So anyway, uh, I had sent out letters to our regular followers that we were going to talk about automation, and social media tonight, but it's always the audience, the current audience, who has the right to ask questions, and Roy, you said you had a question before we started the show, and what was that?
2: Uh, Well, I'm wanting to start a blog. Okay. Uh, Of course, money's an issue, but uh, I kind of got the idea that... um, uh in your hosting package it was 17 a month and about 58 to get it set up okay and uh i'm wondering on that just what all do i get for my uh setup and my uh uh 17 a month
1: okay well we're going to address two two issues and uh, the uh Oh golly, I'm asked a question here. Um, <laughs> I better just not pay attention. Uh, but maybe, David, maybe David, you can help me real quick. I I uninstalled my Mozilla Firefox. Are you there, David?
3: I'm here.
1: And I it was suggested by Mark to go to IE. I've got my computer back booted, and I I want to. Mozilla and I want to download now and something comes up at the bottom here and it says, do you want to run or save Mozilla Firefox S32 Downloader XE from Mozilla Firefox Soft32.com This type of file could harm your computer. Do I want to run it or save it?
2: You want to save it? I'm sorry. Go ahead
1: David.
3: I believe you should save it.
1: Okay. I'm going to save it. Okay. Running security scan, okay. Has now completed. Now I want to run it. Okay, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. I'm sorry, Roy. You know more than I do. Everybody knows more than I do about it. I don't know what Soft32 is versus uh, the other, but we're not going to worry oh, about I it. Oh, I
2: don't either. I don't
1: either. Okay. Now, getting back to the issue, uh, we at 2Gain Sales Matters, Mark Haltgren, myself, and Brad Parler, uh, we have been offering hosting... To our friends for $45 a year I believe the price it may be 47 and that gives you your own hosting and of course in that hosting package is fantastico which allows you to upload uh, platforms such as WordPress and Joomla there's no other added costs to this and that would be what somebody would do if they were going to start their own websites splash pages blogs uh you know webpage slash blogs, whatever it is. And that's their hosting site. Uh, nobody can come in unless a hacker gets in there, but nobody can kick them out for what they said or as long as they pay their forty-five dollars a year or 47 if it's 47, excuse me. Uh, it's their own property more or less, okay? And our delivery for the last several years on that hosting has been ninety nine point nine nine percent. So we're kind of proud of our uh abilities. Now what we've also created is a product, a membership product, for people that really don't want to get into it that deeply and want some help and guidance and you know, some carry-through. And we have what we call a networked blog system, which is comprised of currently 25 different domains in popular niches, popular market areas, Whereby we deliver to you a set up WordPress that uh, we have so many themes, choices and so on, and we have over a thousand dollars worth of premium plugins that we've purchased that are available for your blog, different plugins that do different things, okay Now. Just to answer the question that somebody might have well what's the difference between that and self hosted If you had a self hosted program, I personally buy plugins I just paid ninety seven dollars for a plugin that's worth every penny of it personally because it enhances my whole site, makes things work a lot more efficiently for me okay
2: thirty seven a month.
1: No, no, that was ninety seven dollar one time fee. Oh one
2: ninety seven I'm sorry yeah,
1: on the premium plug in, okay?
2: Okay. All okay.
1: Right. Okay, now um, so the networked blogs let's assume that you were t- interested in horses, Roy. We have a domain called today's That domain was chosen because the words are pretty good. You you know what I'm trying to say? Right. I mean, today's horse sense, okay? Yeah. The keywords. So there are several people who have their website slash blog, because today there's really no difference between a website and a blog. The idea is to get traffic to what you want them to do. Right. And so we have, for instance, if any of you are near a computer, you could type in today's. Horsesense.com slash MD, Merry Dog, Barn Master, Virginia. So it's today's com forward slash or backslash, whatever it is, MD Barnmaster, Virginia. And that would be the website for a couple in Virginia. Okay, uh, Richard has left the chat okay all right well we didn't get going and that's fine so that's an example of a network blog now along with that buckaroo leather has a network blog i have one about barns also so what happens is there's a lot of content being put into that domain com. so if you went to google's Let's not do that now. But if we went to Google and we searched some keywords that are relevant to each person's individual blog and just today's horse sense, you're going to see an awful lot of activity and a good ranking. Now, what ultimately happens to really confuse the issue, <laughs> to really confuse the issue, would be the fact that um, uh, the, for instance the Vest family in Virginia. Chuck, Yes.
2: we've got a guest five that just
3: logged in. Well, good.
1: If they'd like to mention who they are and where they're from, we'll sure give them recognition. So we just discussed network blogs, and the cost of that is a $59 setup and $17 a month we host. So you're not getting your own hosting. Okay? Okay. But you're getting the power of numbers, but that's an easy way to talk about it. And those people that have, have done it, a lot of people have tried it, and because just like most things in internet marketing, very few people have the persistency, the burning desire to make it work, and the ability to stay with it. But those people that do apply, honest energy, time and energy, uh, join in on a talk shows, join in on our webinars because we're constantly training. We have over 60 hours of training on how to blog involved in that community of network bloggers. It's worked for those people. All the income generated from that blog is yours. You set up your own AdSense account. You have your own affiliate account banners on there. We collect nothing. It all goes to you. You can change the color of the blog. You can do just about anything. If you want to do any massive um, editing of the CSS scripts and so on, we would hopefully uh, you would talk to Mark or myself. I would probably then turn you over to Mark. And we want to make sure that when you make changes, you don't make changes to disrupt other members' blogs. You see what I mean?
2: Yeah. For uh, for any monies coming in, uh, how are they put into uh, either a bank account or PayPal? Well, they, they, they go to your pay
1: It's, it's whatever you decided.
2: Oh, okay. Okay, and and for, and
1: for instance, let me share this with you, Roy. Let's assume that you had a network blog. You're paying the seventeen dollars a month, correct? Right. And your neighbor wanted to have the same thing, only about about dogs or about uh, baseball or about golf. We have one on golf. We have you know, we have one on crafts. Um. And they sign up to get their blog.
0: They're going to sign
1: up under your affiliate link, and you're going to get 35% of $17 a month. Okay, Lori's here. Who's here? Lori. Hi, Lori. How are you?
0: Hi, Chuck. I'm doing great.
1: Good. I can't see anybody tonight. So so anyway, Roy, uh, AdSense income from Google. Uh, if you wanted to sell vitamins, if you wanted to sell anything, you want to uh, uh, send out cards, herbs, herbs, anything, all of that it's yours. The only thing that you're using the network blog system is that you have more people contributing content to that domain. Okay. Okay? Yeah. All right. So that's the network blog. Now, what some of our clients have done is they have a network blog and they have their web page from their self hosting. And it's interesting that they by themselves are constantly writing back and forth to the two sites. I don't know if you can, in other words, let's take mdbarnmastervirginia.com, I'm looking at their site right now and they have a thing that says, our blog, well, when you click on our blog, it says, you and I are spending a lot of time attending horse activities, our blog is maintained to share with you our findings and experiences, we encourage guest blogging to share. And it says, visit our blog. Well, their blog is actually Today's Horse Sense. So it just sent me from their website over to their Today's Horse Sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so there's a lot of backlinking, legitimate backlinking there, that helps them build their business being recognized as a premium barn builder. Okay?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. So – you don't have to do both. I'm just sharing with everybody that that is a a system. Okay. Did I totally okay. confuse okay. everybody?
2: Okay. Uh, I you asked the, ask the
1: question, Roy.
2: I can kind of see it. Yeah.
1: Okay. So one of them is forty seven, forty five dollars a year. Okay. And okay. You, you know, you're kind of you're not on your own because Mark and I are always here to help all of our uh, you know subscribers. And, by the way, we are marketing that hosting at cost, so that is not a commissionable product. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, we're we're not making anything off of it. Yeah. The more people we sign up, the bigger servers we have to get. Okay?
2: Yeah, so any money's coming in from that type of thing uh, would be for products that I'm
1: using on my site.
2: Right. In other words, if
1: you had a self-hosted blog or self-hosted website, you're in total control again, just like you are on the network blog. The income all goes to you. Yeah, okay. Um. One of, a lot of people who wanted to get started joined the network blog system Yeah. and then build themselves, once they get familiar with all this, they build themselves into their own self-hosted site. David, do you have any input on that? What are your feelings on this direction?
3: yeah it sounds like a
1: good a good service okay and but i mean you understand why we're you know i uh, i'm not saying people need a network blog but there are some real advantages for instance i i have i'm have a blog in the Domain called smallplotgardens.com. So do several of my friends. I have smallplotgardens.com/slash high yield, where my blog post, when I was very active with it, was focusing on growing a lot of crops in a very small area. So all my articles were focused on that. All the products that I had for sale through Amazon and other affiliate companies were all focused on intensive gardening. And I'd like to share when I started that back a couple of years ago, within the first two weeks I was generating about sixty to a hundred dollars a month in affiliate income from that blog. Good. But you see we also had smallplotgardens.com slash raised beds, smallplotgardens.com slash organic, and these were blogs put up by other people. And I'm, I know I'm talking fast, but the whole idea is content. And if we have four or five people sharing the same domain with separate blogs and web pages, there's that much more content going to the main domain and in fact, I haven't looked for a long time, but just for fun, I am going to go to i am going to go to uh do Small plot gardening, okay? I just put up in small plot gardens, um small plot garden. Uh, in Google uh there are okay, there are two million one hundred and eighty thousand. Now I haven't posted on my blog. Whoa. I haven't posted on it for about um six months. And in the f- third place down is the domain smallplotgardens.com. Wow. And uh we used to dominate the first page. Yeah. We used to dominate the first page. But nobody is working it uh you know, I mean again, people have to have to do it. Are you familiar with the book Square
2: Foot Gardening? Yes, By much. Yeah, yeah, I've got I've had that and uh I did uh, garden out Behind or beside my house, one time, and use that method, and it really works well. Right. And uh, I'm thinking, you know, uh, not only uh, herbal supplements for a blog,
1: but uh, also the gardening aspect. You bet. You bet. You bet. Okay. So anyway, that was to answer your question about what are the differences, and of course, you know that you can call me personally; we can talk some more. It uh, for those. People that call in and listen in over the course of the week, I was not, we did not have this call tonight to specifically talk about products that we market. You know what I mean? Right. I didn't want this to sound like a sales call. Anybody well, wants any further information? They can drop me an email at ChuckBartok at gmail.com. ChuckBartok at gmail.com. Okay. Okay. Now, automation. David, are you using any automation on your social media work?
3: Absolutely. I'm using Hootsuite.
1: You're using Hootsuite, okay? Which yes. can be available to people for free or for a uh uh
3: I 5.99.
1: Oh, uh, you the 9.99 a month, right?
3: 5.99 actually
1: 5.99 and david could you explain to us what is the advantage to you of using something called hoot suite and that is h o o t s u i t e i believe is that correct
3: it is correct
1: okay and tell us what's hot
3: right what i mostly use it for is i'll schedule uh tweets or i'll schedule facebook updates um even linkedin updates uh days in advance so that I could constantly be generating different you know content um without having to constantly go back and update it you know on the on the go, that's why I mostly use it for myself.
1: okay, so again, what you're using it for is you may have a burst of energy tonight at ten o'clock yeah and and you have a ton of let's say the hundred and forty word or character tweets that you're interested in, correct? Yes. And you want to post them and have them spread over a period of time, say every three hours, or the fact that you know based on your metrics and and uh, experience that your audience typically opens, uh, uh, you know, tw- 8 o'clock in the morning to noon is your best Twitter time. So you would probably schedule those tweets at optimum time for your audience. Is that correct? Exactly. Okay, very good. Uh, are you also using any of the I, – I, I want to say one thing, Hootsuite used properly, I believe is a valuable tool. I don't use it, and the reasons are that I just don't use it. (laughs) I mean, there's no reason that I don't use it, I just don't use it. But I know many people who are using it successfully. There are many, 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 many automation things, especially now that Facebook has blossomed, whereby you only have to write one post, and it's going to be posted to all the groups you subscribe to, all the pages you subscribe to, and to Twitter and to this and to that. I've seen that happen. And also, isn't it true that you can set up Facebook that it Twitters for you and Twitter Facebooks back and forth, David?
3: Yes, that is true.
1: Okay. Now, here's what I've noticed, though, People seem to jump on these things because it sounds like it's a wonderful time saving tool. And I have noticed and just talked to, and this has been verified with people, that eventually it works out negatively to them because if I, social media is ostensibly there for us to get to know people and hopefully sell our products. Or just share ideas about how to mountain climb. And everybody promotes or talks about the personal aspect of social media. Well, when I see Joe Smith, who is a friend of mine on Facebook, and I'm getting notifications that this person has posted the same message in so many different places. I suddenly start getting the feeling how interested is that person really in us as individuals? I know that might not sound very nice, but I have seen a lot of this automation work negatively and also the one where you can be, you post, the same message is posted on Twitter six times (laughs) because it came from different, cross sites. Has anybody experienced that? Yes. What are your feelings when you see the same twit from Joe Smith, who happens to be a follower of yours? Uh, I mean, what's your feeling about them as a professional in business? If, if your relationship is based on business, you see, I mean, if it's just based on, you know, being a good golfing buddy, that's a different story.
3: Yeah. I've seen a couple of different things happen with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, previously with MySpace, I I was notorious MySpace. I, I would I call it a spammer now. I would just, I, every profile I had had 50,000 friends, 80,000 friends. My <laughs> biggest one had like 90,000 friends. And I would right. post bulletins every 30 minutes. And I would have everything automated. Yeah. And it did boost my sales for the record label that I had at the time. And we went from like selling you know, five to ten units. To all of a sudden, we sold 500 units within, you know, a matter of a couple months. Okay, very so good. It, it was actually a good thing at first, but then as social media has developed and matured and gotten a little bit more personal, especially with, the, you know, with Facebook coming on as a right. premier uh, social media launch pad, it's not the same anymore. You can't, you can't really do that and be reputable at the same time, you know?
1: Uh-huh. Okay, so, so you're saying that in, in your case, and I can appreciate that, you were selling records, your record label, uh-huh. and, and people were seeing the new and fresh, and, and people like new and fresh, right? Right. And and there's a lot of impulse buying, as we all know, and especially in your market. But then if they kept seeing the same methods and the same thing over, you kind of lost interest, right? Exactly. I feel that's true also if you're trying to show me that you're a pretty cool person and I should get to know you better and find out more about your business. Do you see what I mean? You were you selling a product right now. You wanted that record sold. and In a way, that's a little different story than most of the people on Facebook who have been told that they want to develop these warm and fuzzy relationships with everybody. <laughs> And, and and a lot of them have been, they have the sincerity, but I think they're taking the wrong direction. And it's my opinion, and I'm open for suggestion here, that automation, okay, no, it's the concept that the easy way out is the way to do things. It takes away the personal aspect. Thank of you, it, Roy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Now, what some of us have done and are doing, I believe, successfully is I belong to several groups on Facebook that are involved in various aspects of social media marketing, various aspects of you know, what it is I like to do. The horse business, golfing, whatever. If I take a post from one of my fan pages and I want to share it, you know that we're able to share it to other pages. We're able to share it to groups that we belong to. On the left side or on the right side, we're able to share it with our lists. And a lot of people that are on my list A are not the same people that belong to group B. I mean, that's just the way life is. So what I've tended to do and get, become habitual on is I want to share that post. Let's assume I want to share a post because it's relevant to social media marketing. I have about seven groups groups in social media marketing that I discourse with. I, the post will come up, and then there's a place for me to say something as Chuck Bartok, not the page. And I will say a sentence. But... When I share it with another group, what I'm talking is, I I say a different thing. I'm still sharing the same post. So, therefore, if you happen to belong to both groups, (laughs) you may read my article twice, whereas if I said the same thing to the same groups, you may only look at it once. I I personally know this works because I use some tracking. In other words, by personalizing that share, I believe I'm getting a better response rather than it being automated. And a lot of these automated systems also say sent by. And I'm not knocking Hootsuite, uh, Dave. I hope you understand that, okay, because Hootsuite is used a little differently.
3: Do you, do you use a platform like that? or, or No, do I,
1: I don't because I I even Twitter differently than most people do, okay?
3: Uh-huh.
1: You know, I mean, we all have our own ways of doing things. And and Twitter has been very good to me. In fact, uh, actually, I have generated more gross sales from Twitter than any other social media. But since we're talking $100,000 products, you don't have to sell too many to get to that high gross dollar. But they're few and far between <laughs> You know what I'm trying to say. So, You, you know, liars can figure and figures can lie. <laughs> but, but I have found Twitter, I, I got kind of turned off with Twitter because it got really crazy. And there was too much automation. So I stepped back and I called out a lot of my Twitter account. And I have a good Twitter relationship with a group of people that we get along pretty well. May, basically, we spend more time on Facebook. You know what I mean? How do, you, how do
3: you tweet now? Uh, what? How do you tweet
1: now? Well, what, what I typically tweet now, if I'm going to do a, a quote, you know, a mass Twitter, not a personal thing, because I do a lot of DM on, on, you know, where we talk to people. Uh, the uh, I will use share buttons on our art, on articles, not my, not necessarily my own articles, but articles that I feel are worthwhile to share. Right. I will use the Twitter share button, but I won't use the automated share. I will personalize what that says.
3: That's why that's why all of your posts, they say like from buzzer or they'll say from ping or they have like multiple different share right. share features. It's not always just one.
1: That's correct. That's correct. Now you can also take that off, you know, on a Twitter. Right. But if I use ask it or whatever that one is uh share, you know, And it says at shareholic or at something. Uh You can take that off before you push the send button. Right. And you can rephrase the automatic phrase that they scarf off the article. And and it just boils down to, uh, I am so old fashioned that I don't like uh, automated. You know, however, I I did come across one that I have to share with everybody, and I am finding it to be quite useful, and it's fun. And it's called Buffer. Has anybody used Buffer? I haven't.
3: I have seen you. I have seen you post from that,
1: though. Okay. I would. I now. now here's the deal. Uh, Buffer. Ha- I have an affiliate link with Buffer. Oh, you can upgrade Buffer, and it's one of the few things that I have uh, upgraded. And uh, it's it's very similar to Hootsuite. You know what I mean? It's a very modest cost thing, but you don't ever have to update it because you just share Buffer your personal Buffer link with friends, and if people sign up, it's free. They get added points for signing up and you get added points which means you can buffer more things. The more people you bring in to buffer, the more things you can buffer in any 48-hour period. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like I've had about 9 people sign up to buffer through my link and I can't give it to anybody because I'm not uh, I don't have a you know like I don't have my console up. So uh I've had people just side people I didn't even know because I twittered my buffer my buffer link and you know somebody else retweeted it and you get people. But what happens is you can have Facebook and Twitter and if you there's a little icon on my computer that I can say buff it and it takes a synopsis of the website that I want to buff, puts it into a tweet also, which you can edit. And it goes to both Facebook and Twitter, but you set the schedule, like two a day or three a day, and what time of the day you want them to go out. Very much like Hootsuite, okay? I see. And and but if both of you would be interested in Buffer, just drop me an email and I'll send you the link. And you know, because I can't do it on our chat room today. But I have found Buffer. It's it's not as it's automated. But it's still personalized because I modify what they say. Does that make sense?
3: right, right
1: In fact, I have had good results in the fact that I have buffered the same article, and buffer automatically sets up the uh, oh what's the word I want sets up the uh, the schedule based on what you tell it to do and i'm i'm looking at my buffer right now uh by the way if any you, do you have a pencil handy guys
2: i'm writing right now
1: okay here's here's my link buffer app B-U-F-F-E-R-A-P-P. A-P-P? Dot, yeah apple paul paul oh app okay. yeah buffer app b is in boy u f f e r a p p dot com Slash R slash 8, the number 8, the letter E as in egg, C as in Charlie, A as in alpha, and the number 6. So it's BufferApp.com forward slash R forward slash or backslash, whatever it is. 8, the number 8, E-C-A, 6. And it's real easy and quick to set up. Okay. And it tells you all about it. You can set up your your Twitter account, and you can set up your uh oh LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook, and coming soon more. Okay. Do what? Okay. You can set up your Twitter account. Yeah. Your Facebook account and your LinkedIn account. LinkedIn LinkedIn is another another social media. For instance, I have my Twitter account set up at 9.05 a.m., 11.56 a.m., 4.53 p.m., and 8.07 p.m. Pacific Time is when my tweet buffs go out. Does that make sense, David? And what are you Uh, tweeting, uh, Chuck? Okay, again, if I'm looking at a website, for instance, I am looking at the website of mdbarnmaster.com, okay? Okay. And I have a little icon that you load into your bookmark section on your computer, and I press a little button here, and all of a sudden, Buffer shows up, And it says, M.D. Barnmaster, this would be the Twitter. It says, M.D. Barnmaster, Virginia, HTTP. And I would just say, uh, Steve and Kathy just changed their background. What do you think? Okay. Okay. Now, that's what I typed in. The Twitter post, and, and I, I have thirty three figures left just changed. Now I got to spell these words correctly because I'm dyslexic. Okay, now that will be my Twitter. There's also a picture. It automatically takes a picture out of it, and I have the option of posting this now or adding to the buffer. Now I'm going to add this to my buffer, both in Facebook and Twitter. And if I go to my dashboard, it says that this will be sent out 8.07 p.m. tomorrow on Twitter. Can you set the number of dates you want it to be going out? Yes, that's what I said. You can set the time and the dates. Now, on Facebook, that will be sent on Facebook on Monday, April 16th at 11.08 Does this make sense to you Dave since you use uh, you're using Hootsuite? Yeah, it does.
3: It does. It definitely. It, does. It, it it
1: probably, you know, you may not need this cuz you're very adept at Hootsuite and using it. I found this to be a free a good site. It's limited to LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter.
2: Okay, this this is good information for me, but uh, you know, I just I'm having trouble grasping it all because and don't try to explain it anymore. Uh, but uh, right now, you know, not having a blog or right. uh, products and so forth.
1: Right. You know. Oh, I understand, Roy. I'm, yeah. And, and again, these shows, you know, we appreciate you being here, but you know, people listen to these tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Anyway, that, uh you know, here I was going to talk against automation. I'm not really talking against automation. I believe that a lot of people are misusing it. The one thing that I have liked, it's, Buffer was easy for me to use, David. I was overwhelmed with Hootsuite. <laughs> and, I, and, and I'm a simple-minded individual, and I don't have a background of uh, you know, a lot of these Internet things. So I found... I,
3: I, I, I definitely agree with you on that. I, Hootsuite was a little bit of a learning curve just right. because I, before that I was using TweetDeck. Yes. And that was a lot simpler, but it just took way too long and it right. just felt really – really it didn't feel right. But Hootsuite now, I mean, now that I got it down-packed, I mean, it's right. it's, it's a beautiful thing. I also use TweetAdder.
1: TweetAdder, uh, yes.
3: Yeah, one of my accounts, um, I, ha- I sent out auto-responses. How do you feel about that? Uh,
1: you mean – you mean that if somebody likes you it automatically send an automatic response is that what you're talking about social media auto response
3: correct somebody somebody follows me and then that yeah. account will automatically say hey thanks I, for following us and you know hope hope we keep it interesting or something yeah. like that
1: there are people that swear up and down i uh, i did it for about a month and i got some personal feedback from people that You know, again, it wasn't me. See, that's the other thing, I think, that nobody wants to talk about. Each one of us are individuals. Each one of us, even though we're all born in the image and likeness of greatness, David is not Chuck. Roy Morris is not David. Lori Polina is not Chuck. And I'm not Lori Polina. And each one of us walk and talk differently, okay?
0: That's like when you used to talk about Squidoo, Chuck. I never told you, but I... That was like so beyond me. It it was me as a stewardess on it. Right. <laughs>
1: and 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 other people who cannot get along with anything else love Squidoo. Okay. Right. I, I believe that there are certain niches on the internet that people's psyche, or or the way they think. Do you think spatially? Do you think detail? I mean, oh. Uh, and so on. It's just like a friend of mine, uh, just what we're doing on this talk show. To me, this is the easiest thing in the world to do. This is the easiest way in the world for me to meet a lot of people and, and, and uh, develop relationships and, and there's people that just can't, can't handle it. They've started it and, and they just couldn't do it, you see. well, and, and then they started getting mad at themselves. I said, forget it. You don't need it. Take your strong suit. Apply your strong suit to what you do best. David... Christensen is in a totally different market than Laurie Polina is. He's in the entertainment business and has been. And I, you know, way back when in the '60s and '70s, I was involved in it also. And I thought it was fast-paced then. Today, it's just absolutely—I I couldn't handle it today. You know, so I couldn't—I couldn't do well in that. You, you understand what I'm saying, right, Dave? Yes, I do. Yeah, and you know, I we actually had different relationships with people with entertainers and, and, and so on. I mean people today are very I think more shallow in some respects than they were then. But you still have to be there to sell your product. I mean David's job is to sell his services. Lori's job is to sell that which she believes in, in her services. Roy Morris is the same way and so am I. We, we have things to sell. If I want to stay involved on the internet there have to be some sales made so I have to find the people who like me (laughs) like my method are initially interested in my product but my products typically take a longer period of time to sell they're not impulse they're things that grow with people so therefore I have a different approach than somebody that is looking for the impulse market And we're all successful in our own way. The idea is the end result is a yes, an agreement about you have a solution to somebody else's problem. And that's really what this is all about. If you don't have a solution for somebody's problem, you're wasting your time talking to them. You you go back, regroup, and figure out... What solutions do you have, and who wants to hear about them? Who has the problem that needs a solution, and we can't assume that everybody has, needs our product? Because, David, you might be hard-pressed to sell me a record or two.
0: <laughs> and you, yeah. listen, you listen actively, but you listen for the nonverbal, between-the-lines right. right. meaning of what they say, because I found in my work as a customer service specialist People will say one thing, but sometimes what they say is not really the root that you need to – the root where the solution needs to be provided. That's right. And you have to figure out what that root need is so that you can apply the correct solution.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and you know, you, you mentioned something. Listening between the lines, if you're if you're physically in front of somebody, watching their face, watching their eyes, watching their body language, these are all learned skills that can be assimilated by anybody.
0: Right. And when when, when you have only the phone, you have to become even more adept.
1: That's correct. Because you
0: only have the verbal cues.
1: That's right. I just put up, there's only one of you on the internet and that's uh, Raleigh. I just got on, by the way. I just put up bestbusinessmindset.com. For your, those of you that are joining later, we have a new PDF out. It's a 22-page book called Active Listening. And that's a capital A and a capital L on the activelistening.pdf. Uh, no obligation. Just grab it, have fun. We do have it on our blog site where you can get it if you tweet. <laughs> but we're not going to go into that tonight because we did the last time.
2: Yeah, I got that. Didn't you uh, post this uh, last night too, or Tuesday?
1: I've I, probably done it four hundred times in the last week. <laughs> okay, I think I. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I got that PDF. Yeah, we're getting. We're there's getting two cut. of
2: them. There's two
1: PDFs. Well, the the one is called active listening. The other one is uh, uh, abundance, abundant thinking.
2: Oh, I've got that. I know. Yeah, abundance. Uh, p- I read enough. that
1: one. Right. right. Okay.
2: All right. I'll put this in my link again. My anyway.
1: Well, I'm I'm awfully glad that Dave uh, shared with us mm. about Hootsuite, and I do know many people who are actively using Hootsuite to their advantage. Uh, I endorse it. What, what I have not been, and what other people have found, that some of these, uh, some of these massive Facebook, uh, again, you know, posting the same thing to so many different places, uh, it, it, I just uh, I can't get wrapped around that. It's just like poorly done email marketing. You know, email marketing to me is just uh, it's the greatest thing since sliced bread, next to direct mail. But uh, if it's done wrong, it's a disaster. And there are people, however, I have to say this. I know people in the Internet marketing business who make hundreds of thousands of dollars selling pure crap. The only thing they have a problem with is they have to reconfigure themselves and introduce themselves as a different person every six months. But they do, they do know how to grab that attention and get to the close immediately, and God love them. Some of them I met are still broke, even though they did a quarter of a million dollars last year, because they have no idea of how to hold on to it. Or, the costs, by the way, are very heavy also. So everything you hear about is not always true. You know what? It's uh, seven uh, I'm going to grab something to eat. I'm sorry about the mix ups tonight, but we'll be back uh, uh, running smooth. I'm back online. I thank uh, Roy Morris in Texas, Dave Christensen in Los Angeles, Lori Polina. Think about if you have any questions on uh, on automation, drop me an email, chuckbartok at com, and uh, I will send you the link to Buffer, Buffer app slash R slash, and I can't remember. it.
2: Thank you, Chuck.
1: All right. Talk to you all later. Thanks for joining us. Uh, have a good week because you don't have any alternative. <laughs> bye bye. Thanks again. Bye bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.